0: Hello, welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being here. I thank you for being you. I thank you for showing up how you need to communicating what you need to and being who you need to be to survive today. today we have a guest
1: <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> <sighs> Well thank you for having me on here.
0: Yeah, you're very um, welcome. My name-
1: I guess I should kind of introduce myself. Uh, My name is Caden, and I don't really know who or what I am. I'm just, I'm authentic, trying to live as authentic as I can um, and just enjoy life, love life. Um, Mm -hmm. Me and Hallie have become close friends through my podcast as well, so I'm really happy to be here. So thank you for uh, letting me join on your podcast. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here. It's so crazy because like two summers ago, I remember like a binge listening to your podcast and being like, Oh my god, I want to be friends with this guy so bad. Or like this just being and I, I I remember finding my old journal before I left here for Colorado. And looking through my notes of all the notes I would take from listening to your podcast, and even like the notes in my notes app. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I think I should share this. Um, And I can pull it up and like share them with you later. But Like I so inspired by your podcast that you were actually just like allowed me to be that of like okay I can make a podcast and I can show up in whatever form that I need to.
1: Hmm. I'm so it's truly an honor to be a witness of that too, Uh, and really beautiful. Not only that, like I could be that inspiration for you, but also to see you taking the steps. And I remember you messaging me uh, before you had even started and just expressing that and like, I want to do this and I don't know. And it was just that, like, right before we start doing something that like, ooh, should I jump in? <laughs> um, and here we are two years later. Wow. That's crazy. Two years yeah. ago. Yeah.
0: I know. So that's... I'm really happy
1: to be on it.
0: Yeah. I am so grateful for you and your journey and your experience and everything that you share and I know that all of my friends connect deeply with your stuff and it's Mm. just I love the interwebs and how we can all just have our own little connection and speak and talk and have our own thing I do remember messaging you and being so nervous being like oh my gosh I don't even know (laughs) if I should do this and now people like message me about my podcast and it's a cute little energy exchange
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: so um yeah we can just free flow this podcast whatever is coming up um that like you want to share with the collective or I can ask you about your experiencing doing um work exchange right now or whatever you want to start off with we can just start talking
1: yeah uh, and I'm open to everything as well like uh, I, I guess a good starting point uh just talking about experience and just what's present I think I think this is present in not just my life because we are all so connected and to say that um, I'm the only one experiencing what I'm going through is just kind of naive I feel like Uh, because we all are one humanity and meaning that every the things that are coming through me are also things that are being expressed through other individuals as well and um, it's not like there, there is that connection there and um, a deeper, deeper level than we can even really understand. Um, so what's present? Um, well, as it's airy season and as we're starting to kind of really enter into the new year, like, yeah, it's April, it's four months into like the, that calendar we're really just starting off in a new, um, new year right now with the spring coming in and everything starting to come back to life. And there's been a lot of dreaming and imagination and just being in this beautiful headspace of like what's to come in this next year for me uh, and what I want to create, what feels right to me. And although it's been very beautiful, it's also been one of the a pretty big challenge as well because I think it's one thing to dream and then another thing to fantasize that dream um, and in this constant need to fulfill that fantasy Um, and I've been finding myself a lot recently and this is I mean this is a something that I've done my whole life but and just now really becoming aware of of like it's so important to have those desires and those dreams of what we want to create into this world. Um, And then it gets to the point where it's like, am I constantly doing things? And am I constantly in the state of, I need to fulfill something else. I need to get this next thing done. I need to do this. I need to do that in order to create the thing that I'm dreaming of. And it's keeping me in a state of, mm, A state of lack um, that didn't really fully feel right saying it at first, but I mean, it's true because the the key that I'm finding is that there's nothing outside of this moment that is really needed. Everything that you have right now is all you need right now. And everything that you need in the future is all you're going to need in the future. And when we can just allow ourselves to stop and to bear witness to that and open our hearts up to everything that is present for us right now, we're actually tuning more into the past, the present and the future of gratitude. Like I'm really realizing there's no other moment that you can have gratitude for life other than right now. Mm -hmm. Even like, even the gratitude for the past, you have that, that's an experience that you have right now. And if you have gratitude for the future, like, yes, in the future, you will have more gratitude, but that gratitude occurs in that present moment. Um, And so I've been really realizing that that is the deepest way to connect to all those dreams and desires I have. It's not through all these like mind made concepts and ideas and thought processes that I think are going to get me to where I want to go in this, like, sort of A, B, C, D, E, F. Like, I do this and I'll receive this. I do this and I receive that. I do this. And that's just, that's me trying to base my future on my past of what's happened in the past. Because my, my mind doesn't know the future. And my mind has not been able to, like, the, I'm always like my expectations are always exceeded when I'm flowing with the world. And even when I'm in a, a state of struggle and um, denser energy, like my expectations are always met and also like skyrocketed. Uh, and I think it's one of the most beautiful and potent things because it's actually allowing you to be here again in like, recognize that all that exists is the reality in front of you that fantasy never will exist because as soon as it's a reality we don't we don't realize that like we we can't open up to it because we're constantly thinking about that next thing and then the next thing um so just grounding into like literally what exists right now Mm -hmm. and not trying to fight it um but embrace it all so yeah
0: wow that was... <laughs> that was I'm just like sitting here like in like a meditative state of just like
1: <laughs> taking
0: that all in and like I'm smiling because I've been thinking about that so much and every time I think about presents I think about this TikTok that you made this one that just like sticks out to me and it was like a mundane one but it had so much potency to me and I think you were walking in the woods out of like or maybe coming from a beach and you're like I want, or I think you were going to get a margarita or something. I don't know what the circumstance was. I think you said. Okay, yeah. And you were just like, I need, need to enjoy this walk, like this walk back to my vehicle. Mm. That's what I need to enjoy. And every time I think about presence, I think of that. I'm like, yeah, I want so badly to have this or that materialistic item or circumstance or whatever I want. But I'm like, how can i already find peace in this moment so that when i get that moment it feels so amazing in the way that it mm-hmm. should feel because we deny each moment leading up and that's been so hard for me lately like accepting that i do have magic in this mundane moment and that I don't need to be anywhere else that the universe is giving me magic right here
1: yeah And thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot about that experience. And um, it's very valid and exactly what we're talking about. Um, And I think I just, I even made an Instagram post about this yesterday. Of When we're not holding gratitude for where we are in our present moment it's like a slap in the face to all of the past versions of us that dreamed of being where we are right now. Wow. Because everything, everything, every decision, every thought, every imagination of our past has gotten us to where we are now. And am I going to honor that and be present here? Because past versions of me would have literally died to be here and sacrificed (laughs) everything, which he did. He did like all of us have died and sacrificed many parts of ourselves so that we can grow and become and um, enter into a new version of ourselves, which also means that we're going to enter into a new external reality as well, because it's just a reflection. So when we are kind of pushing away our external reflection, we're pushing away all of the work and the all that nitty-gritty stuff that we've had to move through to get to where we are. And I it's a, I, I just keep having to remind myself of that. And even in those mundane moments, like today I really had to use the bathroom and mm. I was just, I was finishing up some work on the farm that I'm working on right now. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to go. And then afterwards I was like, whoa, like it happened just like that. Like here I am. I use the bathroom. I don't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I, I made those steps to do so. And in that moment, when I really had to use the bathroom, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know like how I'm going to survive this anymore. And then like, literally a blip of a second later like yes it took five minutes for me to get done but that five minutes really wasn't anything um and i Mm -hmm. i think that's an interesting concept that i i haven't even really fully tuned into but yeah just holding that space of like a past version of me desperately craved to be in this moment that five minutes ago, me was like, oh, my gosh, I need to use the bathroom. And here we are, and I don't need to anymore. And even holding gratitude for that. I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of a thought that came up when you were saying that. It's like, yeah, I've been thinking about So, like, so many of the things that, like, I was, like, manifesting now – Like, for instance, being in the mountains was a dream of mine for such a long time. And now I take casual trips to the mountains and like platonic intimacy, like I had with my friends. But like when two people can recognize the intimacy doesn't have to be in a relationship or romantic, there's so much potency of love right there. And being able to share that with sisterhoods, or even like some of my male friends that are open to that and accepting that that's what I've wanted for such a long time. And then when I finally get it, sometimes I'm denying the next moment, like mm. this, that moment. And then I'm like, "All right, what what are we like gonna do next?" And I'm like, "Wait, this is what I was like hoping and praying for for the past two years of my life. And why am I denying it?
1: Yeah. Like, why am I looking towards that next thing? Yeah. And yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I'm like, for some reason, I feel like I can breathe so deeply right now. So I'm just like taking Mm. in this moment now, just like, but that's exactly. And I struggle with bad disassociation. Like I used to always be as a kid, like, oh, I feel floaty. I don't feel real. And everybody was just like, okay, girl, like you sound crazy. Like, I don't know what you need from us. And I found that it's like a real thing and this association is distracting from the present moment because the present moment could be painful. Mm. And so I, I've been realizing that I've been disassociative a lot here because there's so much unfamiliarity, but then I'll take a deep breath or I'll just look around and then I'll laugh at myself. Like not in like a, Oh, like shame on you way, but like, I'll giggle and I'd be like, Oh my God. Like, This is what I wanted. (laughs) And isn't that so cute that I get to experience that and more. And there's a creation of me that I have to leave behind for this new version of myself to be bloomed or born and birthed. But it's going to take a new awareness of the present moment for me to fully be able to step into that. And I have this, I don't know where it is, but I... I was watching a TikTok or I was listening to something and it was like, who are you when you fully dive into that present moment and you take that deep breath to be the awareness of what is truly Mm. happening around you? And I was like, oh my God, like that is so profound to actually deep dive. And me and Luca were even talking about how everybody disassociates, but nobody talks about it because everybody Mm. denies the present moment.
1: Yeah, it's just a standard living and Mm -hmm. i think it's based a lot deeply out of like trauma as well where it's we are that kind of because again it's like living in the fantasy it's like living in a fantasy of what i i wish and dream my life to look like Mm -hmm. and i realized that because i was actually writing just about this the other day um, and what came through me was pretty much saying like, okay, is one fantasy can be like a shadow because it's constantly keeping us out of the present. But then I was like, well, what if the fantasy was my greatest gift as a kid because it ke- it kept me protected from everything that was happening in my life? Um, and seeing it from that perspective as well has been very um, healing for me because I realize the more that we shame and guilt ourselves for not being present or just anything in life, the more that we shame and guilt anything and judge ourselves for literally anything, we're only perpetuating that thing because we're giving our power away and saying that we are, we are a victim to such thing and that is it doesn't give us the hope and um the strength to realize that we are capable of moving through it and when because i i could say just to speak for myself like there is sort of a resentment that i have for younger me for not being present and i've never really thought of that but I would definitely say that there's a part of me that's like, Ugh, why couldn't you just figure it out sooner? Or why couldn't you have um, parents that could have raised you in a way that you could be super conscious and you didn't have any trauma to work through. or You didn't have any of these things. Why, why wasn't my life like that? And by doing that, it's actually even more perpetuating that state of traumatic experiences that are now not even in my reality anymore but they're so conditioned into myself that I constantly close my heart down to those things, just to life in general and to anything that looks similar to it as well. Like to give an example, um, I've, I've had really like, I grew up Baptist. I grew up going to church um, and like half and half. So I wasn't like too deep into it, but I, I was still a part of it. um, And, As what none of you guys might know this, but I'm gay or you probably know that. But Mm -hmm. um, and so I would walk through those halls of the church, like thinking and feeling everyone hating me. Mm -hmm. And so I had to put up crazy walls of projection back onto them in a sense so that I could feel safe. And now I'm at this farm and I haven't really been in an environment similar to being in the church since I left the church. Mm -hmm. And this farm is very Christian based. Um, Mm -hmm. The farmer made it very clear that um, everyone here that lives here is mostly Christian families that are trying to escape like the like societal stuff and Um, doing like homeschooling and all that that stuff and so I came into this environment in a state of like all right here we go like you have to protect yourself you have to hold your ground you have to be in a state of protection mode and also not even just protection but also part of that is projection as well and those are very similar like you can say that they are the same because when you're protecting you're having to push your energy out and in some way and i found myself projecting all of this judgment and um onto these people like oh my gosh i can't believe that they believe these things wow they they don't see the beauty and the power within them what the heck like I can't believe that <laughs> just like <laughs> this judgment towards them. And it was like, I had to really come back. and like, whoa, why am I judging you? Like what within me is trying to protect myself from you? And it was based off of a perception that I was being judged by everyone around me. Um, And them knowing that I'm gay and them having these despite like this secretive, clicky talking about me behind their back and all of those things that the mind starts making up. And it completely closed me down to a lot of people here that I'm supposed to experience. Like there are beautiful human beings that live on this farm that are not Christian and are have really beautiful um ideas and um questions about life and at first i was I wasn't open to that because I was already protecting myself from in a fantasy you would say or an imagination of what this person is like and what they're doing to me and how I need to protect myself in this moment and that was all coming solely based out of church when I was a kid, but I was still operating out of that place here and now because I haven't, mm, it's, I haven't been in that experience again for my newest level of consciousness to be like, okay, Caden, you are even safe here. And I think that's the big thing about protection is that we think that we are unsafe in certain circumstances And that happens, obviously. Um, But a lot of it is based out of our own mind and our own um, fears and experiences of the past that, yes, honor that. And again, like not judging it, but honoring that those things have happened so that you can move forward and say, I can heal from this because I've created it. Like for a while I was kind of judging myself even more for recognizing that I judged myself and it's like no (laughs) like you were just perpetuating it and perpetuating it like can you realize that that was actually a great gift like me giving my power away I realized that I was the one giving my power away so like I could one judge myself for giving my power away or I can realize like oh if I can give it away then that means I can take you right back. And so I think that's just a big thing that, sorry, I just went on like a huge tangent about my story of my life right now, but I think it was relevant. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, um, I was reading this book called Anxiety Rx by Russell Kennedy, and he said shame becomes like this monster. And so we'll look at shame if we have some kind of mental health breakdown or whatever, and we'll say, Oh, I'm so embarrassed for doing this, and I'm so shameful for doing this. And, like, you know, we all reflect on past versions of ourselves where we did something and somebody was like, Never do that again. That was so embarrassing. So we internalize that as, Oh, it's embarrassing. And He talks about in that looking yourself in the mirror and saying, whatever the circumstance was, let's say I remember one time I was hanging out with the childhood friend and I met up with him again with my other friend. And his voice was like deeper because I hadn't hung out with him since I was like a young kid. And I was like, oh, my God, your voice. And my sister's like, never do that again. That was so embarrassing. And I was like, it was just my expressive child being there like oh my god i just recognized something Mm -hmm. and instead i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like i love that about myself i had to react that way for whatever reason in that moment and or let's say um like the present moment is very uncertain and i love that and i'm and i love that about myself and taking back Mm -hmm. that power from that shame instead of letting that shame perpetuate into this big bad monster but saying you know what, like you said, a shadow, it's like, it's your friend. And I'm instead going to make it my buddy. And even when it comes to like, people being gay, there's something that's really, really interesting is what makes something gay? Because when people like gay men are more expressive, to me, that's more of their inner child, more being there and feeling safe. It's them allowing themselves to take up that space it's like when people need a stim, like they make random noises or they stomp their feet that's what we needed to do as a child to you know make ourselves feel comfortable and regulate our nervous system so what is considered like a gay thing to do and even if whoever somebody wants to love how is it anybody else's business and isn't it a beautiful thing that we can all love each other
1: hmm. and i i think that point that you just made is like around the um, need to like fidget the foot or mm-hmm. to have those little spurts of energy or like this morning this has actually been a big theme for me today all the little <laughs> kids that live on the farm have been going around scream singing all day long <laughs> and I'm oh like what God. is it what's with the singing today guys <laughs> like I think it's so hilarious but it usually doesn't happen and it's just funny to see like, These kids are needing, like, there's an energy within them that needs to be expressed. And the most authentic way of that thing being expressed is through yell screaming. And Mm -hmm. at some point, they're going to be told as a child, hopefully not, but I was told, like, that's annoying, Caden. Stop that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's not, don't do that. And just Mm -hmm. these little things that we used to do as kids to move energy through our bodies, Like that's, that's all that expression is. It's some energy that is moving through you and releasing it. And our, we've cut ourselves so short, um, through our lives from childhood of like, no, you can only do these certain things. You can only express yourself in these ways that we suppress all of that energy in those other ways. Again, out of that shame, um, and create create just this one-sided reality when we are like so multifaceted um, and there's so many ways that we can express ourselves that aren't through words, but are through the actions or are through that cute little voice of yours saying, oh my gosh, your voice has changed. Like what happened? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> things like that, that, we think that people are going to judge us for and it's like well okay and maybe they will but at that point is it even my responsibility like they were the ones that just got triggered so is that something that they have to deal with because I'm in my most authentic form and that's all Mm -hmm. I can be Mm -hmm. and so is that is that me so yeah um I learned
0: the statistic. I think I also got it from the Russell Kennedy book, or I got it from somewhere else. But I also made um, some posts about it. But when we're as children, and our parents are unpredictable, or circumstances are unpredictable. Like a guardians, where we think there's supposed to be stability, we often go to this place of okay. Well, I can't like fathom them being wrong or bad because there's supposed to be stability for mm-hmm. us. So we automatically tell our little selves we're the wrong thing. And so instead of, like you said, instead of saying, oh, it's somebody else's problem. If they get triggered, it should not be mine to internalize. We automatically tell ourselves we're too much and we took up too much space. We're being annoying and loud. Cause yeah, like as children, we need to move that energy. And then adults are like, that's annoying. Or other kids are like, that's annoying. Or even teachers. I remember talking all the time as a kid And my teacher literally writing down points and my like notebook saying, these are the only things you're allowed to ask in class because you're too talkative or playing. Yeah. Or like playing with my hair as a child. That was my way of anchoring in. And I literally was told by the teacher, you're no longer allowed to play with your hair. And I was like, that was my only way of being able to stimulate Mm. when I got so overwhelmed in class. And it's Mm. wild that we tell children these things, like you can't do them. And, the biggest thing we can do is when we see kids, like, yell screaming, just being like, just do it with them and laugh with them and encourage the behavior, saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it too.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it there's such a beautiful reflection of, like, who we were. Like, mm-hmm. I hit <laughs> it this morning. It was so funny. <laughs> I was witnessing this girl who's, like, five years old in mm-hmm. her PJs at 8.30 in the morning, biking around in her little, like, cute disney bike (laughs) screaming a song that i i literally could not hear anything that she was saying but she was (laughs) bolting it and i Uh i got a glimpse of like a version of her in 15 years and i was like Mm -hmm. would it kind of like made me sad it was like would would she be like this still or would she have these conditionings that she's supposed to be like and have these fears of like like, oh my gosh, I'm in my PJs. Or just those small little things that really don't matter and are actually beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. it was so, like, lightening for me to see that in her PJs. And it just made me laugh and enjoy life more because she was in her authenticity. And um, I think to really loop that back to what we were talking about in the beginning is, like, all of that is still existing within us. All of it is still wanting to be expressed. All of it is still moving through us or all of it's being trapped in us, causing conditions and um, pains like physically and mentally and spiritually. Um, But the more that we allow ourselves to open up to this exact moment right now and allow ourselves to be expressive through what we're experiencing is us coming back to that inner child it's actually us just opening back up to the infinite love that is literally constantly swirling around us. Like we can only experience like 0.0001%. And with our five senses, let me, Mm -hmm. I I have to say that because they're all, it's capable of being experienced, but it's not through those five senses. It's through your heart. And I can feel when I'm in tuned and turned on and I'm just walking. I'm not walking in a regular way. I'm like fucking dancing and I'm just Mm -hmm. moving my arms to the fluid motion of like what, what energy I'm moving through right then. And it's authentic, it's expressive. And it's (sighs) like, even in that moment, the way I felt and like said expressive, a part of Mm -hmm. me was like, Oh, you, don't talk like that (laughs) just uh, like right then and there seeing that judgment um and yeah it's just about how much love am I willing and um not capable because we're capable of all of it but how much am I going to realize my capability because my capability of perceiving it all is infinite but how much of that am I going to allow myself to open up and believe about myself?
0: hmm Yeah. And the observation, when people are like, they'll come to me with like a like a scenario and I'll be like, Well, you're observing this situation. And I think you should give yourself like a pat on the back because a lot of people can't observe. Mm when you said the word turned on, I automatically thought of like, first of all, the the present moment, I had like this vision of like this artwork of like a yoni, like opening up because we're birthed into this world to this present moment. And Mm. the present moment is literally like this portal being like opened up for us to step into. If we allow our heart spaces to be cracked open a little bit.
1: Mm. And it it is magnificent. Yes. Like this present moment right here right now is ecstatic Mm -hmm. and like maybe you're not experiencing that but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist it is there it is here it is now and it's just about how much you're able to open up to it and the way that you do that is by feeling into those places that you are protecting and projecting and it like as an example, just say I had a fear, which I kinda do have a fear Yeah, I'll just talk about my experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a spring here that on the farm that I can go jump in. Like it's it's pulled, it it's like spring fed and it's just a little murky. And mm-hmm. I have like this I have a deep fear of water like that and just water in mm-hmm. general. Um, and like what's under there, if somebody to something going to get me is like, it's just like underworld vibe.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and when I just allow myself to test the waters, literally, and that like, I, I recognize and I honor that I have that fear. One firstly point blank period, like I'm not going to shame myself. I'm not going to judge myself. Like, yeah, it's there. Hi, how are you? I love you too. Mm-hmm. and it's like okay Kaden, here we are let's do this thing and just just test it out like you don't have to be in for more than 30 seconds and so i found myself like this whole time like i jump in like my nervous system would be like absolutely going berserk the whole time trying to get <laughs> out. and it's like <laughs> just witnessing that too but like, i don't even mm-hmm. remember being in the water like all I could remember is get out, get out, get out, get out. Oh my gosh, what if what's gonna happen? Blah, 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 blah. And that's what's happening yeah. like in our every moment of every life, every day. Yeah. Um Yeah. What is what's up for you live with you for that? Like fear wise, like or just like yeah. what was coming through. I could feel something was there. <laughs>
0: Well, it was interesting because in that moment, I just felt the need to tell you, like, I love you from fellow, like, human to human. Like, for whatever reason, I've been feeling kind of ungrounded the past few days and just talking to you. I'm, like, so, like, giggly and, like, laughy and so, like, Mm. I can feel your love my heart space feels like so cracked open and I'm like getting kind of overheated because like I have so much energy moving through me and I just like I felt the need to say I love you and then you said to the water like to welcome in the fear and say I love you to the water that's the way I perceived it I was like oh my Mm -hmm. god he like picked up on the I love you that was like in my body and you somehow brought that forward and it wasn't towards me but you just said that and I was like oh my god that was
1: so adorable oh well thank you so much for expressing that and I can feel it, too. Like, this has been so far so beautiful and, like, really allowing me to ground because it's the work I'm doing is not, like, challenging physically. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it is challenging physically, but it's not challenging mentally. But me Mm -hmm. challenging myself in that physical way and having the open space for my mental mind, it actually brings up all of the fucking challenging things that are actually, like, happening in my mental mind. Like, yeah, it's, something's happening physically, but it did within my mind as well. And, like, being at work for five hours, I, I'm not a worker. I don't do these things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, remember yeah. why each time. Mm-hmm. Oh. But it's also been so, I, as I'm saying, so valuable. I see I value. It's mm-hmm. so valuable that I am in this experience right now, because it's getting me out of my comfort zone physically and also getting me out of my comfort zone mentally as well. And it's very, it's very challenging in the midst of it. Like Mm -hmm. just to honor that part for me and myself, it's so challenging to sit there and have to witness and lose myself in my mind and lose myself in like everything that's wrapped up all the stories I'm telling myself all of the things about the people here and all of these these different conditions oh there's a cardinal right in view of me. all of oh, these beautiful. different conditions that I have in my childhood and just growing up and that I've created even now as well like I'm still Mm -hmm. constantly conditioning our. We are all still constantly conditioning ourselves, yes. And so, it's not about just healing the the childhood trauma, but it's healing the version of me two months ago that created this projection that I have to be doing a bunch of things right now. And it's it's in every every portion of our life we're being in that if we are not present. Um, and so thank you for this as well, because it's really, it helps me ground back into like, hey, you're safe. Hey, like life is like really awesome and your heart can be open and there's so much love around you that you can bear witness to if you are just here. Um, And I'm grateful for the moments that I'm not here as well too though, because it's an opportunity for me to recognize where I can be more authentically in my present moment.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, we often shame ourselves, too, for mental health, like circling back, like, oh, we struggle with depression or anxiety, and that's often because, A, we're lacking the present moment, but also it's so intelligent of our body to go into those states Like anxiety is fight or flight. Like if we needed fight or flight, we know that we're capable of fleeing or fighting or freezing or fawning if we needed to. Or disassociating or dispersonalizing or or disrealizing out of reality. It's extremely intelligent. And so for so long, I had so much shame because nobody could help me when I would feel incredibly unalive or incredibly unreal. And I felt like I was in a dream and often I do feel that way. And so now instead I can just get empowered by that and say, Oh my God, I can recognize what's really interesting is you're talking about how you're like living in this community right now, with a lot more Christians coming in and I find myself before we even said that saying, Oh my God, a lot. And I normally don't say those words cause I've just been trained as a kid also in a church, like to not say that. And now all of a sudden those three words are just like coming out of my mouth but it's like a it's like an exclamation point for me in this moment and I don't know just recognizing that my body is incredibly intelligent however it needs to take in um like this present moment so Caden was in the middle of saying something like right after I did, but it just kept cutting out. I have no idea what happened. Um, So this is the end of the podcast. Sometimes this happens and I'm just like, it just wasn't meant to be and that's allowed. Um, But I thank you for listening and I thank you for being here. And, you know, I hope that you got something from the presence there. I feel very grounded and very present in this moment and appreciative of The way that I get to perceive the world. And um, I love you. And I'm sending you so much beauty. and, And yeah. So I'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye.